0: So Today, we're continuing our series, which we're calling Simple Church. Uh, This is a series that we started last week where we're going back to basics. and We've talked about how during this season, we need to go back to basics on a whole bunch of different things, Uh, that for us personally, we need to make sure that we're taking care of ourselves, that we're getting exercise, that we're getting fresh air, that we're eating properly, uh, that we're making sure that we're sleeping properly and doing all those things that are really important to us. And so last week we discussed a little bit about what those basics are for the church and what are the key things that have been in place throughout the history of the church that have really held us together. And we talked about three key things, the Bible, prayer and connecting with each other and spending time together and we've recognized that in every culture, in every era of the church, those things have been in place. And so last week, we talked about what it looks like for us to read the Bible and to recommit ourselves to some of those core practices that are so important to us. And so if you weren't around last week, or if you've forgotten about it, you want to have a bit of a refresher, you can head to the tab that's just over to the side there, uh, previous messages, and you can go there and have a listen to it. Uh, you can also go to our website, our Facebook page. Uh, you can go to our podcast as well and uh, you can see it through all of those different places. Now, one quick heads up about next week, we're going to be talking, as I said, about what it looks like for us to gather together. And so as a part of that, we're going to have communion together. And so this week, please make sure that you've got some bread or some crackers and some juice uh, so that we can spend that time being able to connect as a part of our gathering together. But this week, we want to be able to have a look at what prayer means to us. And so I want to start with giving you an opportunity to answer that question. When you think of the word prayer, what is the first thing that comes to mind for you? Take a couple of moments and just share with the people that you're with, or if you're on your own, drop some thoughts down in the chat. But when you hear the word prayer, what's the first thing that comes to mind for you? One of my favorite passages on prayer comes from Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 and 7 that says, Don't worry about anything, but instead pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all that he's done. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything that we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and your minds as you live in Christ Jesus. It's a really beautiful understanding of what prayer is. Tell God what you need and thank him for what he's done. That's a great understanding of what a prayer life can look like. Tell God what you need and thank him for what he's done. Thank him for who he is and thank, you, thank him for all of the things that he's given to us. But there's a really helpful reminder in this that prayer is important to us because when we pray, it's an opportunity for us to be able to receive God's peace. And it's fascinating that these verses talk about the peace that goes beyond understanding, the peace that doesn't actually make sense given a lot of the circumstances that we find ourselves in. And so prayer is actually a choice that we make to say, I'm going to spend some time with God in order to be able to tell him what I need, to be able to thank him for who he is and for what he's done. And as I do that, to be able to receive the peace that he's got for me, that goes beyond anything that I can possibly understand. And so when we think about prayer, it is simply conversation with God. So as simple as that in some ways. Prayer is just conversation with god it's about talking to god and it's about listening to god it's about us having a sense of connection with god cultivating our relationship with him spending time with him and going deeper in that relationship with him the challenge with that is that it means that there's actually unlimited ways of us being able to do that and if you think about the relationships that you've got think about the people that you're close with There are unlimited ways of being able to cultivate your relationship with them. There's unlimited ways of being able to communicate with each other. And that's true as well in our relationship with God. Prayer is not limited to us just saying a set of words in a specific way or taking a certain amount of time at the start of our day or at the end of our day or before we eat food and leaving it at that. Prayer is not supposed to be this thing where we put on this polished uh, accent, where we put on this polished set of words, and where we kind of say all of these words that we're supposed to have got absolutely perfect. Prayer is about us being real and genuine and honest with God, And so we can do that anytime, anywhere, which is actually a part of the challenge of prayer. Because it's so vast and because it's so unlimited in the ways that we can do it, sometimes it means that we don't prioritize it as much as we could in our lives. And so today what I want to do is to spend a little bit of time looking at three practices that have been a part of the life of the church for a very, very long time. And we're actually going to do this experientially together today. We're going to take some opportunity to be able to pray in three different ways. And my hope is that that will then give us some tools that we can take into this week and experiment with a little bit more in a way of being able to say, what does it look like for me to cultivate that relationship with God, to cultivate my prayer life and my sense of connection with him. And so I recognise that for some of us, we're in a really healthy place with our prayer life and that's really, really awesome. For some of us, these prayer practices are things that are very familiar to us. And for others of us, this might all be very fresh and very new and maybe even a little bit confronting. And so I ask your permission just to be able to kind of try some things out as we go through the rest of today's message. So the first prayer practice that we're going to have a go at is something called a breathing prayer or a centering prayer. And so this is a prayer style that has been used since the very earliest days of the church. It's actually a very ancient prayer practice. And the idea is that we use this as a way of being able to slow down, to calm our thoughts and to be able to recenter ourselves on the things that we know are really, really important. Now, what's fascinating about breathing prayers and centering prayers is that there's been a lot of research in the last few decades about how important these sorts of practices are for our mental health and for our health overall. And so often it's talked about in the context of something called mindfulness, which you may have heard people talking about, but also just getting in touch with our sense of what our breath is doing and being able to calm our bodies down by focusing in on something that's really, really important. And I actually rediscovered this. I had known about it previously, but I'd rediscovered the importance of this as I spent some time with a counsellor and was just working through some things. And in particular, he helped me to understand that my body follows my mind. And so when my mind is racing and when it's a little bit out of control, when I'm feeling high levels of stress, when I'm feeling high levels of anxiety, when I'm feeling like there's so much that I've got to get done and my mind starts to swell like that, that actually produces a physical response for me. It makes me feel tense and tense up a little bit. It often creates emotions of frustration that can come out in all sorts of different ways. But it also means that I experience kind of a bit of a buzzing sensation, a lot of noise that really kicks in around me. And what I have discovered is that being able to practice this idea of centering actually allows everything to slow down. And so for you, it could be completely unrelated to having things spinning out of control. It could be to do with sadness, or it could be to do with isolation. It could be to do with struggles that you're going through. It could be to do with grief. But there's all sorts of things that we carry in our minds that then end up flowing into our bodies and into our emotions. And breathing prayers help us to be able to slow our minds down and as that happens, what we discover is that our bodies and our emotions slow down at the same time. And for us, we do that by centering ourselves on some truths about God. And so this is where a breathing prayer, or a centering prayer is different to what a lot of mindfulness stuff is all about. For us, we want to have a short passage of scripture or a short phrase that we can focus in on as we take some time to tune into our bodies and to tune into our breath. And so we use that short phrase as a way of being able to say that to ourselves as we breathe in and as we breathe out. And so we're going to do this now. We're going to use Psalm 46, verse 10, which says, Be still and know that I am God. A very powerful verse that we have in Scripture, but we're going to use that as a centering prayer. And so this is what that's going to look like. We're going to take some deep breaths and just focus on our breathing And then as we breathe in, we're going to say, be still. And then as we breathe out, we're gonna say, and no." And then as we breathe in, we're gonna say, that I, and as we breathe out, am God. And so we're gonna do that a few times. And you don't need to say that out loud, you focus on your breathing, but in your mind, you're focusing in on those words. Now again, for some of us, this might be something that's a little bit pushing us out of our comfort zone. I encourage you, you might wanna close your eyes so that you can focus more. And to recognise that for some of us, our brains are going to go all over the place. And that's okay as well. That's why we use specific phrases to be able to bring us back. So, take a moment, take some deep breaths, and then we will begin. So take a deep breath in. And a deep breath out. Take a deep breath in. And a deep breath out. And you may already be finding, as I am, that my body is already slowing down just by doing that. But as we breathe in, I want us to focus on these words. So breathe in, be still. Breathe out and know. Breathe in, that I. Breathe out and God. We'll do that again. Breathe in, be still. Breathe out and know. Breathe in that I, breathe out, am God. Now I want to encourage you to take a few moments to be able to do that for yourself. Just continue to focus on those words as you take some deep breaths. As we gently come back from that, I want to encourage us to think a little bit about how we're feeling. What's changed in our bodies, in our minds from doing that? What did we notice as we took the time to be able to do that? In particular, what did it help us to understand a little bit more about God? Were there ways in which we connected with God? Were there new things that we discovered about that? It's a helpful thing to be able to pause and just say, okay, what did I learn from that time of prayer and that time of engaging with God and so I want to encourage you to take some time with the people who you're with or if you're on your own to take some time to jot some things down in the chat to be able to say what was helpful for you about that and again for some of us it might have been very uncomfortable and bumped us out of our comfort zone but I hope that for a lot of us there was one of those words that really caught for us or something that we found was helpful about that prayer experience so take a couple of moments to be able to share with each other. Now, there are lots of other phrases and uh, Bible verses that we can use as a part of our breathing prayers. We can pray like Jesus did in the Garden of Gethsemane and be able to pray, not my will, but yours. Not my will as we breathe in, but yours. And repeat that over and over. We can take some time to pray, your kingdom come, as a way of being able to identify with Jesus' prayer that God's reality would be experienced by us in our lives. We can pray something like Jesus Christ, Son of God, reminding ourselves about who Jesus is. Or we can just pray Jesus, just breathe in Jesus and breathe out Jesus and just be able to focus in on him. There's lots and lots of different ways of being able to do that. So heading into this week, my encouragement to you is to try that at least once. You might want to use Be Still and Know That I'm God. You might want to use something else as another way of being able to do that. But take some time this week to be able to do a breathing prayer or a centering prayer. The second prayer practice that we're going to look at this morning is using a model of prayer. And so this is something that's a bit more helpful for those of us who are really linear people and who like to have a bit of a structure. And there are lots and lots of examples of different models of prayer. We obviously have the Lord's Prayer, as we call it, from Matthew chapter 6, where Jesus says, here's a model of prayer for you. And the Lord's Prayer was never designed to be this thing that we learn by rote. It was designed to be something where there are different themes that we can unpack as we make our way through that prayer and different ways of being able to engage with God as we look at all the different parts of the prayer that Jesus gave us. There's another prayer style which is called ACTS, A-C-T-S, which stands for Adoration, Confession, Thanksgiving and Supplication, supplication being prayers for other people, asking God for things. And so that can be a helpful model. Uh, On Sundays, we have talked about the five-finger method of prayer, using our hands as a way of being able to pray. And we've also talked about the teaspoon prayer, T-S-P, thank you, sorry, and please. So there's lots of different models around, but the one that we're going to do today is pray, because that's nice and easy to remember, isn't it? Pray, P-R-A-Y. So the P stands for praise. And so this is an opportunity for, for us to be able to thank God for who he is, to be able to recognise God's character and to be able to thank God for the things that he's given us. The R stands for repent. And so repentance is the process of us saying we recognise that we got some things wrong and so we're going to shift that around and head in a different direction. In actual fact, the word repentance in its original context was far more about having our mind rearranged to be able to then think the way that God does and therefore see and act and talk the way that God wants us to be able to talk. So repentance is really an opportunity for us to say God, I know I didn't quite get that right. I know I didn't treat that person the way that you wanted me to. I know I didn't respond as well as I could have in that specific situation. And so there are lots of things obviously on a daily basis where we recognize that we don't quite get it right. And repentance is an opportunity for us to confess those things to God and to say that we're sorry for them, but also to accept his forgiveness that is given to us freely because of Jesus. The A then stands for ask, and so this is an opportunity for us to ask about the things that we need in our lives, but also to ask God to be a part of the different situations that we're aware of in people's lives and around the world. And then the Y stands for yield, which is an opportunity for us to let go and to be able to surrender, to say, God, I want to let go of these things in my life, or I want you to take more control of me in this specific area in my life. So this can be used a couple of different ways. You could put all of those headings down on a page and then take some time to write some dot points under each one of them. But it can also just be used where you pray one sentence for each of those different areas. And so I'll give you a quick example of what that could look like. So the P, praise God, I thank you that you are so amazing, that you're the creator of the universe and that you exist outside of time, that you have an eternal perspective. The R for repentance, I recognise God that I sometimes don't see things the way that you do, that I don't see things from your perspective and instead I just look at things from my perspective. And I know that that means that sometimes I don't respond the way that you want me to and I'm sorry for that. And I ask that you would forgive me for it. The A, ask, I pray God that you would help me as I head into this new day to be able to see things from your perspective and to be able to respond to things the way that you want me to be able to respond to. As I interact with people, I pray that you would help me to be able to do that in the way that, Jesus, I know that you would. And then the why yield, I surrender that to you, and I ask that your will would be done in my life, that as I make my way through this day, it can be all about the things that you want, not the things that I want. And so I want to encourage us, again, to have a go at this and so if you're with some other people, then you can take turns to be able to just do one sentence each for each of those different areas. Uh, or if you're on your own, you can jot those things down on a piece of paper or you can use the chat as a way of being able to write some prayers out. But let's just take a moment and use this model of prayer as a way, again, of being able to connect with God through those four different areas. Ali and Rachel are back with us because the third prayer practice that we're going to have a try today is actually praying to music. And the songs that we sing together, uh, whether that's on our own or whether we gather together, are really just prayers that are put to music. So the songs that we sing are really, really helpful because there's words in them that help us to be able to connect with God, as we've been talking about throughout this message. And sometimes songs are really, really helpful because it actually gives us language that we've been searching for and a way of us being able to express some things that maybe we're having a bit of difficulty being able to express. But the songs are really helpful for us too because music is so powerful. And we all know that the reality is music gets stuck in our head. So I'm sure you've had the experience where you've heard a song on the radio or you've heard a song just before you've headed out into your day and then all of a sudden that song is stuck in your head for the whole day, including the words. And so music does this amazing thing with our brains where it really sticks And so us being able to sing songs together is a great way of us being able to take prayers with us into the rest of the time that we spend throughout that day. And so what we wanted to do is uh, to be able to do that as an expression this morning, to be able to use one of the songs that we've been learning recently, but to use it intentionally as a prayer. So this isn't just for us to sing along to. As we sing these words, my encouragement is for us to be able to recognize that we're singing these words to Jesus that this is actually us committing these words to him and saying, Jesus, this is how I'm feeling right now. So we're going to sing the song, I Will Trust My Saviour Jesus. And the chorus says, Jesus, only Jesus, help me trust you more and more. Jesus, only Jesus, may my heart be ever yours. And so that's the prayer that we're singing as we make our way through this song. And so if you know the song well enough, you can feel free to close your eyes as you do that. um, But really use this as an intentional way of being able to connect with Jesus and use this as a time of prayer. So hopefully that song might stick in your head for the rest of the day as a way of being able to continue to pray throughout the day. So I hope that's been helpful to look at a few different prayer practices throughout this morning And my hope is that as we head into this week, we can actually take some time to set some goals around those. And so you might like to try one of those each day. Uh, You might like to try all of them each day. But just try them and see which one helps you to be able to connect with God in a deeper way. And so what we're going to do to finish is be able to give you an opportunity just to be able to turn to the people that you're with or to take some time to reflect if you're on your own. And to be able to set a goal for this week, similar to what we did last week with the Bible reading. But what's your goal for this week in terms of how often you want to spend some time in prayer, in terms of what that looks like, and in terms of some specifics about exactly when you're going to try and do that. And if it's helpful, also talk about how you're going to remove barriers that you know will potentially get in the way of you being able to commit to that. So just take a couple of minutes, turn to the people that you're with, jot some thoughts down, and then we'll come back and we'll wrap things up. So let's take a moment to be able to pray and wrap up our time together. God, we thank you that you are passionate about us connecting with you that your heart for us is to have a relationship with you, not to do a bunch of things for you, but to cultivate a sense of deep connection with you through conversations, through talking to you, through listening to you. And we thank you that there are unlimited ways that we can do that. We thank you for the prayer practices that have been handed down to us through the generations. And we ask that as we head into this week, that you would help us to be able to set some goals around that, that are not just about ticking some things off a to-do list, but that are really about us being able to journey with you in a deeper way. And so we thank you that we get to do that in complete freedom. And so as we head into this week, I pray for a sense of excitement and anticipation for each of us about what it looks like for us to be able to do that. In your name we pray. Amen.